Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Their experience in sports varies. Of course, uh, Vinny's got uh, experience in the NFL and I sucked at uh, electric football. Vinny and Haney. 105.7 Fan. Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fan Woman Crush Wednesday. Bob Haney, Vinny Serrato, Nolan McGraw, other side of the glass. Favorite songs from your favorite female artist or band. Send your request, pause for text line. Nolan is there for you. You know the number, 410-583-1057 if you forgot it. That's how you join us as well. We'll get back to phone calls here in a minute. Shift gears, talk a little baseball. League championship series very much underway. Houston up against it against Texas. Game three tonight. We got that on the fan, right, Nolan? Correct. Yes. Thank you for uh, stepping on in there, saving it like uh, Armando Benitez way back when. Wait a minute. He threw hanging sliders. I'll take that back. And then you got Philly bashing away at Arizona. Orioles season came to an end a week ago yesterday. Here to talk about that and more on the WGK Law Guest Hotline. Our colleague, Baltimore Baseball Tonight, brought to you by Salvo Auto Parts. He's Jim Hunter. Jim, good morning. Good morning there, partner. How are you? Doing all right, Jim. We'll start with the Orioles and the season that was great, great regular season. We covered it together for 162 games, but in three games, the season came to an abrupt end as you watched the series unfold. We've heard Orioles ran into a buzzsaw. The makeup of the postseason roster left a lot to be desired for Brandon Hyde. If you could explain just your humble opinion how things went wrong for the Orioles over a three-game stretch against Texas. Well, from from observing it, it, it seemed to me, Bob, that they simply ran out of gas. I mean, you, you could go back to the final week of the regular season. You know, after they wrapped everything up, uh, they really just didn't hit. And, you know, you, you have to score runs in the postseason to win. I mean, look, look at what the Phillies are doing. They won the first game 5-3, and then they win last night 10 nothing, where they have – six of their nine starters driving in a run. I mean, you need balance like that. And uh, I just think that the young guys, having been through this for the first time, uh, simply ran out of gas. And, you know, you've you got to hit, you got to keep pressure on the opposing teams. And, and to me, the, the, the pivotal game in the series against Texas was game one because they had a 2 nothing lead, didn't score again, and they lose that game 3-2. to two. That's a winnable game if your offense matches what it had been during the year, where for most of the year they averaged over five runs per game. So uh, I, I just think, you know, the younger guys who had never played in a season this long, I think it just caught up to them. And I, I think the final week of the regular season, in retrospect, was kind of the coming attractions of what was to come, because even though I do believe the the 
week off and the rest was beneficial because, uh, you know, I've seen a lot of things now. Oh, well, you know, look at the wild card teams. I mean, Houston had a week off and they, they won their division round. So uh, I, I think it's just that the, the younger players who are, were going through this for the first time, I think it just caught up to them and you could see it in their performance. All right, let's get to the uh, ALCS here. You got Houston taking on Texas tonight. Max Scherzer, he's on the hill for the Rangers. And we talked about it when the Orioles play the, uh, Astros gym during the regular season. Houston had a losing record at home, and Texas beat them twice. Now, them being 6-0 and on the road, nobody saw this coming. But Houston really good on the road. Scherzer, I'm guessing Jim has a little rust going on there. Is this a golden opportunity for the Astros defending champs to get back into this series? Well, not only is it golden, it's necessary because right. if they go down 3-0, uh, there's no way the, uh, the the Rangers, the way they're playing and swinging the bats, there's no way they're going to lose four in a row for the Astros to come back in it. And because the uh, Rangers have made the decision to start Scherzer, you know, the, the thing about the playoffs is, uh, you know, they pitched so well in the first two games in the series, the, the Texas starters. You, you hope you get four innings out of him tonight. And because they have two starters in the bullpen, this kind of is like a a piggyback starter thing where they have Haney out there, uh, they have other starters out there. So if if they could get four innings out of Scherzer, I I believe their their goal is 80 pitches. I I think I I heard – uh, Bruce Bochy say that when Scherzer threw his last bullpen, he threw around 80 pitches, so that's what they're hoping to get. So if they get four innings out of him, that'll be a bonus because then they go to one of the other starters who right now is working in the bullpen because they don't need five starters in, in a postseason rotation, and they can go from there. But uh, the, the Rangers are, are so confident. I mean, you, you look at – you know, you mentioned the 7-0. and Six of those wins are on the road. The, the only playoff game they played at home was the game they eliminated the Orioles, and they won that game. So I, I think uh, this is not only a must-win for the Astros. If they don't win tonight, uh, this series is going to be over sooner than later because, uh, as I mentioned, there's no way the way the Rangers are playing, they're going to lose four in a row. Jim Hunter, our colleague, Baltimore Baseball Tonight, joining us, Vinny and Handy, 105.7 The Fan. Of course, longtime voice of the Orioles, Jim Hunter. But in the dugout in the American League, Houston against Texas, it's Bochy, it's Dusty. They both have world championships. Uh, Dusty won one as a player way back when with the Dodgers. But what does this say for the old geezers in this analytic age of managers that you have two air quotes old school guys battling it out for a chance to get to the World Series? Well, I think what it shows is that uh, analytics are fine as a tool, uh, but it shouldn't be the be-all and end-all. You know, you, you look at Bochy and you look at Dusty, uh, they, they like to see what they're about to do, uh, and it's the eye test. You know, it, it goes back to old-time scouting where you, you have eyes on the players and you're looking at what you see, and I, I think that determines, you know, it's like uh, Jim Palmer used to say all the time on our broadcast, uh, as a pitcher and catcher, you need to read the bat. Uh, and analytics can't tell you how to read the bat. You you have to see that. And if a guy is having trouble getting around on your fastball, you're silly to speed up his bat by going with a breaking ball. Use your eyes to go about that. And I think Dusty and Bochy are, uh, well, they're both Hall of Fame managers. There's no doubt about that. And I, I think the eye test that they give their respective teams is very critical in the success that they've had. Jim, I couldn't agree more uh, with the analytics stuff. I always felt like it was just a piece of the pie, not the whole pie, because it always has to go back to the film and how they play, you know, just what you were saying. 
Well, and you know, Vinny, the, the thing is, I mean, look, look at uh, how the Yankees have, have come back to earth. And a lot of their moves were based on what the analytics told them that player would be. Uh, you know, you look at all the money they gave Carlos Rodon, and he had a miserable year and hardly pitched at all because he was always hurt. Uh, you know, they, they probably should have gone and got Jordan Montgomery back. <laughs> you know, Jordan Montgomery, they traded to the Cardinals because they wanted uh, Bueller, uh, or Bader rather, the center fielder, and they ended up releasing him before the year was even over. So, uh, you know, analytics is a tool. I'm not going to discredit it uh, for what it does mm-hmm. because it does help certain players. But, but I, I like the old-time uh, eyes on the players and scouting and, and go from there because, again, the, the, the eye test, to me, beats whatever a computer is going to spit out because the player is still a human, and the human still has to go out and perform. Hey, Jim, watching the Phillies games, I mean, to me, it's exciting. And those fans, they got to be, when they're done, I mean, they got to be hoarse because they're screaming from the first pitch till the end. How big, how big advantage, you know, does that give the Phillies at home? Oh, it's a, it's a huge advantage, Vinny, because they know those those fans are behind them, and you look at how well the Phillies are playing, they're giving the fans even more to cheer from. Mm-hmm. I mean, they've hit six home runs total in the first two games, and Arizona's hit one, and Arizona was shut out last night. And again, you, you look at the balance of this team. They have Castellanos, who's had one of the best finishes to a season that I can remember, they have him batting seventh. I mean, that, that's how deep this lineup is, and it, it shows you how the wild card saves some teams. Uh, they got off to a slow start. Harper was on the injured list coming back from the Tommy John surgery. They had some other injuries, but once they got their team together, they all came together, and the fan base certainly rewarded them with that. Uh, you know, it, it's, it's very easy to cheer when you have a good team, and the Phillies have a good team, and, and you look at what they're doing at the plate they're you know they're, they're scoring early i mean schwarber uh, has what three home runs already yeah. uh, in, in the series he had two more last night harper didn't even have an rbi last night and they won so uh you know they're 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 certainly rewarding their fan base and the fan base is rewarding them and i believe i heard on the telecast that uh the philadelphia ballpark is the loudest ballpark because of the fans when it's sold out than any other ballpark in baseball. I, I don't know how they judge that. I, I guess they rate the, the sound waves or whatever. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> the decibels. An- yeah, the analytics. Decibels, they're, they're, yeah, the analytic <laughs> decibels of the, of the fans cheering. But uh, it certainly is an advantage because you, you want those home games, uh, you earn those home games, and then you take advantage of them, and the Phillies have. Jim Hunter, long-time voice of the Orioles, our colleague here on Baltimore Baseball tonight. Jim, always great to hear from you. Enjoy the game tonight as Houston looks get back in the series, and we'll talk to you next Wednesday. All right, how about uh, some Linda Ronstadt, Nolan? Linda Ronstadt, Nolan McGraw. Duly noted, Jim Hunter. There's Jim Hunter, everybody. It's Vinny and Haiti, 105.7. The fan will come back, whip around what happened in the world of sports last night. Historically, we got that. We'll get back to your phone calls at 410-583-1057. And Vinny's film study of the Ravens win offense. We'll start with them first. They won the game. They looked okay, but the red zone offense struggled one for six. Vinny's going to tell you why. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. 
Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Vinny and Hades with Brought to you by Box Hill Pizzeria and Crab Cakes, the best crab cakes in Harford County. 1057 The Fan. Time for the whip around video at 8157 The Fan here on this Woman Crush Wednesday NHL tonight. Capitals 1 and 1. They're at Ottawa taking on the Senators 2 and 1, 7 o'clock puck drop. What can you tell us about the Senators there, Vinny Serrato? Very early, obviously. Yeah, the they're getting they're getting better, Bob. You know they're getting better. They had change in ownership and management, so yeah, they're 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 improving. They're getting better. Um, got a good crowd base there. So with the Caps, just just down on the Caps, Bob, just because they're old. First week of the season, whatever judgment you can make from that. Vegas is 4 0. Defending Stanley yeah, Cup champions. Vegas is good. The Kraken, however, they're still searching for their first win. But again, we're only a week into it. Seattle made the playoffs last year yeah. and only their second year of existence. Yeah. Lost to Vegas, if I'm not mistaken. Yep, they did. And um, they got a lot of good young guys. I mean, they'll be there. They'll win, they'll win their fair share of games. So, I mean, I'm not worried about. The Kraken. They've they've had high draft picks and they've done a good job drafting and Matty Beneers and you know the guys. He, I, he was I think Matty was rookie of the year last year, so they'll be fine. NBA preseason last night. Regular season starts a week from Tuesday. Yesterday, six days. Wizards start their season against Indiana a week from today. But it was Boston one twenty three one ten over the Knicks. Manuel quickly got a DNP, but that's more of a resting. They rested a lot of starters. Well, they're playing the Wiz tonight, so I'm assuming they might play tonight against Washington. Oklahoma City, 124-101 against Milwaukee. Aaron Wiggins, Maryland, two points, two rebounds in that ballgame. How about a little college football fun on a Tuesday night from Conference USA? Liberty wins 42-35 over Middle Tennessee State. Liberty, 7-0. More in the year, already bowl eligible and stacking W's in Conference USA here. Also, Jacksonville State, 6-2. They beat Western Kentucky, 20-17. South Alabama, 55-3 over uh, Brett Favre's alma mater, Southern Miss. Southern Miss, I mean, Bob, they used to be relevant, you know. Todd Munkin coached at Southern Miss. Well, with the Tuesday night game starting, and there's games tonight as well, if you're a football fan, no matter the level, yeah. there's literally football on every night of the week. Bob, be totally honest. 
I can't watch Tuesday night Wednesday. They they just don't, uh, you know, like when I was scouting and stuff and you go into those schools and you got to watch them, it's a lot easier because you're, you know, you're not hearing all the announcers and all that. You're just watching a guy or probably one or two guys at the most when you go into those schools. Yeah, Friday night football, I'm cool with. I am too. Because you can drink, you can stay up late like me and my wife did watching Dion's team meltdown. Again, Stanford, that was that was actually pretty awesome, to be totally honest with you. So whip around, Vinny and Andy, 105.7 The Fed. This day at sports history, how about we start outside of Baltimore? Talk about a former Oriole. On this day in 1977, Reggie Jackson hit three homers mm. on three pitches, all three different pitchers, as the Yankees beat the Dodgers 8-4 to four to win the World Series in six games. I'm old enough to remember... The game, I fell asleep. I saw the first. He walked his first at bat. Chambliss hit a homer. Bert Hooten. Remember him, the old knuckle curve? Yeah. And then uh, Reggie took him deep. And then the next day, it was like, this was when baseball kind of ruled. It was all over like the news. Like the world news was like. Yeah. It was all about him hitting three homers. But that was 46 years ago. Damn. Tonight, Mr. October doing his thing. By the way, Kyle Schwarber tied Reggie for most home runs postseason by a left-handed hitter. With 18, because he had two himself, which we'll get to later in the show. But I'll take Mr. October over Kyle Schwarber. Yes. Any day of the week. 1970. Let's give the Baltimore Colts some love. Soon to be Super Bowl champion Baltimore Colts at Chase Stadium. Colts returned two interceptions from Joe Namath in the touchdowns. Bob Grant, Jerry Logan. Johnny Youth threw a touchdown pass to uh, Tom Mitchell. Jim O'Brien, who would be the Super Bowl hero. He kicked three field goals. Joe Namath, remember him? Q, I'm giving you a history lesson about your team. Joe Namath, some would say maybe the most overrated Hall of Fame quarterback Mm. of all time. Yeah. Way more picks than touchdowns. Was a rock star, though. Joe Namath, we're old enough to remember when Joe Namath was a rock star. He was kind of lame as a quarterback. His knees were gone. The Jets sucked. He threw six picks on this day. Johnny Yu actually threw three because he was kind of washed up at that time. Colts were 4-1 uh, and one on the year. But Joe Namath, I mean, you turn on TVs pimping popcorn makers, cologne, uh, shaving cream. I mean, Joe Namath was, he was like Chris Paul and Steph Curry. Name an athlete that's splat, Patrick Mahomes. I mean, he was actually that times 10. Joe Namath was a rock star back in the 70s. He was as big a celebrity, you know. Next to Ali, probably the biggest athlete from a uh, ubiquitous standpoint where you saw him everywhere. Yeah. I mean, Ali was world famous, Namath, but, but in this country, next to Muhammad Ali, he was probably the biggest athlete of them all. Reggie was kind of up there, yeah. too, by the Probably way. in New York, Bob. Namath and Sinatra were two of the biggest But I think they transcended just being from one area. Everybody knew who they were. Joe Willie. And on this day in 2020, it's bringing close to, you know, current day stuff. For all you younger listeners out there, Ravens are up in Philly. Three years ago today, taking on the Eagles, and we're kind of dropping the hammer on Philly because this guy was doing his thing. Now to 439 and counting left in the third quarter. Haven't seen a called run for Lamar Jackson in a little while now. It's the same spot as the last drive when Jackson took that sack. But this time, Jackson will do it himself. 
A sprint for the score. Touchdown, Ravens. Lamar Jackson ran for a touchdown, as you heard. Also threw one to Nick Boyle. Gus Bus, he had a touchdown run himself. Justin Tucker kicked three field goals. Ravens were up 24-6 heading into the fourth quarter and had to hold off, hold off Carson Wentz and the Eagles. Ravens do win the game 30-28 to to improve to 5-1 and one on the year. Philly sucked that year. They were 1-4-1 after this game. Was that uh, Carson? That was bad Carson? Well, he did good things in the fourth quarter, but he was trending in the wrong direction yeah. for sure. But the Ravens won that game three. That was COVID year, three years ago. Today, no one remember uh, that last season in Philly. Then he went okay. to the Colts the next year, and for some reason, Carson Wentz always played well against the Ravens. Twenty sixteen, they had the heart attack finish where they went for two, could have won, but C.J. Mosley stopped it. This game here in twenty twenty, then the Colts game in twenty one, of course. Was All the right. uh, the Monday night debacle right? No, the Ravens was won. Ravens won in twenty one. When I'm did he? My years mixed up. Yeah. Either way, Carson Wentz always gets close to beating the yeah, Ravens. He, Never actually he does lit it. the Ravens up on that Monday night, threw mm-hmm. for over four hundred yards. But the Ravens won the game. But anyway, that was three years ago today. It's Vinny and Haney, one hundred five seven. Yes. Ohio State, Penn State. You told me to remind you. Oh, that's right. Ohio State, Penn State. You can hear that game one hundred five seven. The fan by far the biggest game college football since Maryland's off this week. We've got Ohio State. Penn State, it's in Columbus. Ohio State's four-and-a-half-point favorites. Two Big Ten schools. Loser, not out of the national championship playoff realm. No, because both Their Chances both of winning the division. Yeah, yeah, chances of winning the division get a little dicier. But Ohio State, Penn State, you can hear that on the fan coming up at noon Saturday. We'll come back, take your phone calls. we got Vinny's film study. got news from the nest at noon. Buy or sell, 12-15. And lights out, Sean Merriman's joining us at 12-30. What's going on with this Chargers? All the talent? Not- I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. A lot of wins. Your sports information station, 1057 The Fan. Linda Rod, staff for you. Jim Hunter. Asking you shall receive Nolan McGraw. He has your back. 
Woman Crush Wednesday. Pick a song, we'll play it. Send a request, pause for text on it, 410-583-1057. Bob Haiti, Vince Rado, Nolan McGraw. News from the Nest coming out top of the hour. Stay tuned for that. Got Vinny's film breakdown of the Ravens offense coming up in a couple of minutes. You don't want to miss it, but let's get out to the phones. People have been holding patiently. Ravens three-point favorite Sunday at home against Detroit. First Ravens home game since September 24th when they lost to the Indianapolis Colts. Go to Andy and Dundalk. Andy, how are you? Hey, guys. How are you doing? Good, Andy. Can I make two comments that I didn't tell the guy on the phone that answered? What did you tell him you wanted to talk about? Yeah. All depends on what you're well, commenting. I was going to talk about the Ravens, but um, on – One's neutral and one's positive. Yeah, all right, go ahead. The, the, well, the Orioles, they're going to be good for a long time. Joe Namath, you forgot to mention the pantyhose commercials. Oh, yeah. Weren't they like the – that was the biggest thing back then. Right, because his you – know, he said if they can make – yeah, if I can make – because his legs were all beat up from 50 knee surgeries. Said if I can – if they can make my legs look good, imagine what they do for yours. Right. Yeah, and then you went out and bought some, didn't you, Andy? Damn right uh-huh. you did. Never mind. Okay. What else yeah, you got? I was laughing my tail off back then. <laughs> I was a young kid laughing my tail off. Anyway, this thing with the Ravens not playing good for two halves, they haven't played well for two halves since Ray Lewis, Ed Reed, and the rest of the crews that Brian Billick passed on to John Harbaugh retired. They, I brought this up a number of times. They even talked about it. On the, um, on the game Sunday about the Ravens the last three years being the worst second-half team in football, losing games with seven-plus with, with seven point leads in the fourth quarter. They're first in losing games when they're ahead by eight points or more in the fourth quarter. They're first in losing games that they were winning by double digits in the second half. They're first in John Harbaugh's entire tenure as a coach, losing 23 games in 15 years when they had a 10-point lead or better at halftime or after halftime. John Harbaugh is the problem. We can change offensive coordinators all day long. We can change defensive coordinators all day long. The things that Harbaugh does with, like a caller, when I first called, said, we just don't seem to continue to do the things that are working in the first half. We don't continue to do that in the second half. That's not this coaching staff. This is John Harbaugh. It's been him since day one, and it'll be him until the day he's gone. We won't sniff a Super Bowl, in my opinion, while John Harbaugh's the coach. I don't care how talented the team is. How did they win the Super Bowl with John Harbaugh then? Oh, you know, that's uh, well, Ray Lewis and Ed Reed were there. I'm going to say, not to defend John Harbaugh, you don't win 14 games in a row like they did in 2019. Now, by the way, those stats he was talking about were starting the next year. And there's no – we've talked about how they've crapped away leads yep. left and right and almost did it Sunday against Tennessee. But I don't think you win 14 games in a row without playing at least one game where you're good for all six. Maybe it's just me. I don't know. Let's go to Cody in Baltimore. Cody, what's up? Hey, what's up, guys? How are you? Hey, Cody. So – I just wanted to talk. I heard a, uh, a call come in about an hour ago about Justin Tucker and the kickers. Right. right. And I just, I could not believe what I heard. Like, Tucker is, he, he, he 
there, I have so many statistics. You guys probably know all this, but 85% from 40-plus, the next highest is 79 career. He has 18 game-winning field goals, and I couldn't find a statistic that um, was re- more recent than 2013, but the most is Carney, and he has 26. And Tucker's only 33. He has 18 already. He's like 90% from 50, 80, 85 or 86% from 50-plus. Like, kickers do matter. And I just wanted to see what you guys thought about that call. Oh, thanks. Uh, yeah, thanks, Cody. Oh, we disagreed with Andre. Oh, yeah, totally. Basically, he was saying that kickers just kick and they don't really add another element to the equation. But, you know, with the new rules, kickoff-wise, I mean, are we ever going to worry about the Ravens allowing a kickoff return for a touchdown anytime it soon? doesn't seem like it. You know, and, and you know what? Call the 49ers. Ask them about kicker. Yeah, doe. Yeah, 41-yarder. <laughs> if that's the Ravens, the fans are leaving because they said uh, that's, that's good. Yeah, I think uh, we're kind of – Matt Stover was really, really good. Yes, he was. Tucker's next level because he's got a bigger leg than Stover did. Let's go – we're taking him for granted. Like the old uh, Cinderella song, Nolan, you're a big Cinderella fan. You don't know what you got till it's gone. Let's go to Q in Pikesville. Q, what's up? Good day, fellas. How y'all doing? Good, man. First and foremost, first and foremost Vin, to uh, answer your question. Oh, he's Vin uh, now. Raheem, Ra- Raheem Morris. Yes, that's, who, that's that's that should get he should get most of the credit for by Harbaugh winning Super Bowl. His dumbness, the Maha miracle. Oh, moving moving on, uh, Bob. Yeah, Tucker kicked the game winning field goal in that game. By the you way, can't, you, you, you can't. Yeah, it would the game would have been over if Raheem Morris didn't <laughs> underplay. Woulda, coulda, shoulda, my friend. Bob. Yes, sir. You can't you can't tell me about Joe Namath. You can't give me no history history lessons on him. You could talk about. Ernie Banks, whatever his name is, but <laughs> the, the name is that's Jet Royalty for us, man. Yeah, he threw six. Wanna, he threw six picks lesson, on his day. I if you want to give me a history lesson, tell me the Bobs in 1969 in Baltimore when my Jets, oh. my Knicks, and the Mets oh. did a trifecta in Sun. Oh. oh, damn! Baltimore sports. Tell me the Bobs on that. That'd be a great history well, lesson. Well, I me. was four years old, and uh, trust me, my uncle, and my dad, they all lived it. And and I'll tell you, my uncle Dave Rommel, first team All Metro pitcher for Poly, nineteen sixty eight Super Bowl three, was like, we just kept waiting for the Colts to win, and then all of a sudden they were out of time because there was exactly. no way they were going to lose. And the Orioles, who history has proven, were the better team than the Mets. They went to two more World matter, Series. You lost. Yeah, in five, in five games, too, went quietly. And then and the Bullets had the best record in the NBA. And now you're getting me fired up, Q. And the Knicks <laughs> swept them. And I think the uh, the New York uh, cornhole team beat the Baltimore cornhole team in the championship yeah. round that, too. I heard it was a bad year for y'all, man. New York, <laughs> New York sports sun job. Check this out, though. You can't. I don't want to hear about Cleveland defense being better than nothing over here. I don't want to hear that until y'all face Allen, uh, Mahomes, and Hurts in the same season. You know, they they quarterback ratings this year against the Jets, 59-62-63. Point blank period. I don't want to hear nothing about what y'all talking as far as the recklessness about they not this, they not that. Say that. And as far as I'm concerned, this season, we got a bye this week. I'm not even looking at the schedule. I'm going off the top of my head. We come out the bar. That's the Snoopy Bowl against Big Blue. That's a win. Yeah. We got we got one more we got one more uh, NFC East division game. I'm at NFC East game after Big Blue. That's the Commanders. I think that's a win. That's two more wins right there. As far as our division is concerned, I think we split with my, with the Fins. 
That's three wins. I think we sweep Buffalo in Buffalo. That's Ooh, four. Man. And I think we I think we overcome these demons with the Pats, and we split that game. So that's five wins right there. Or right, here you now, go, Q, real York, quick. Now, 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 you got you got the Giants, then the Chargers at home, then the Raiders, Jimmy G, and then at Two Buffalo. Wins. There you go. So, yeah, so, so <laughs> what I'm saying is, at the end of the day, we got about seven to eight more wins in us with no A Rod. Seven to eight more wins in us. And if my New York Board of um, Education uh, math serves me correct, that would land us 10 to 11 wins. So uh, I think we still sneak into the postseason and cause big damage. You wins it, when's A-Rod playing? What, the last game or two games? He's saying week, week 15, week 16, around that time. All okay. right, Q, we got to roll, dude. We got to get a break going in here. They win 11 games, the Jets, which they're not. But if they do... Sal will be coach of the year. Yeah, and I don't know if I'm... You think the Ravens are going to win 11 games? We I got picked a, him to win 11. We got a bet. I'm, not, I'm worried about beer right now. I ain't worried about predictions. I'm worried about realities. Ravens are 4-2. They're 3-3. Three three. Who's drinking for free? We'll talk that. We'll talk about that and question to be uh, answered later in the year. But when we come back, film study, going to break down the Ravens offense. If we have time, real quick. If not, we can push it up to next hour. You know, we're improvising and adapting. Nolan, you make the call. What do you think? Oh, we got time. All right, we're... Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Doing it next. Breaking down every last second of game tape for Sunday's matchup. Who's your connection? You sound like a cop to me. Who's your connection? Enter Vinny's film room on 1057 The Fan. Vinny and Haiti, 1057 The Fan. Woman Crush Wednesday. Ravens are 4 and 2. They beat the Tennessee Titans across the pond 24 16. It's Vinny and Haiti, 1057 The Fan. We know the final score in Baltimore's favor. Justin Tucker had a monster game. Ravens, however, only one for six in the red zone. Let's talk about the good and the bad offensively. Film study. Yeah, let's uh, go over that block PAT real quick. The They had uh, two of their big defensive tackles in the A-gap there. And the A-gap is between the um, snapper Ott and Kevin Zeitler, the right guard. So that's where they came and they pushed. What they did was they got really low, uh, 95 for Tennessee. He gets really low. And then he gets Zeitler turned, and then he comes up through with his hand and blocked it. I mean, on another one, Bob, I mean, I was nervous every time after that, every kick. 49 comes through over to the left tackle. They didn't even touch him. He came in there, and thank God that, you know, Tucker got it off so quick. Otherwise, field goal would have been blocked. So they need to tighten up the protection a little bit. Now, when we look at the offense, you know, I mean, offensively, they had the ball for 20 minutes in the first half. They done, should have had touchdowns every drive. You know, I mean, I think they scored every drive other than one, but they were all field goals other than the touchdown. So they never, didn't have a problem. They just had a problem when they would get close. You know, and what happens to them when you get into the red zone, people start dropping people into coverage. They're rushing three, dropping eight. All of a sudden, there's not a lot of room. You know, and you really got to be able to Zip the ball in. You got to find a hole, you know. And they and they didn't. That that was 
problem. Uh, that was a big part of the problem. And then when they tried to run the ball up inside, they weren't knocking anybody off the ball. That's a problem. I mean, they and, and I think you said it earlier, Bob, that when what we had always with Giro was shielders. They didn't knock people off. The caller off. said that. Yeah. All, all they did was shield people because the play would happen so quick. Now the plays don't happen as quick, and they get tossed off. Now Detroit's going to be tough because they're going to stand in there. They're going to be physical, and they're going to punch you and lock you out and shed. You know, So it's going to be tough to run it up inside because they don't really – there's nobody on that team. You know, Like in the game the other day, Ronnie Stanley gets knocked – back into the backfield on a run play and you know they're trying to run an iso up inside or a counter play and they end up losing yards and then another one down in the red zone lamar's trying to run and um ricard's kicking the guy out and he's kicking him out and then lamar tries to run wide so zeitler's or uh, ricard's doing the defense a, a favor he's pushing him out into where lamar's trying to go so those were the screw-ups. And when they were good in the red zone, two games before that, Lamar's making a great throw. Andrew's making a great catch. Guys are catching the ball. Uh, they're running up inside. They're getting their blocks. They're holding their blocks. They're comboing up to the second level. You know, and somebody like Simpson, I think, on one of the plays, he doesn't combo up, and then the linebacker runs free. Linebacker runs free. He's going to be standing right in the hole. So that's, that's the problem. They're not executing like they did a couple weeks ago in the red zone. Now, we talk about coming out in the second half with Lamar, and he throws the interception um, uh, out there to Bateman. Bad throw, throws it over. Then the next series, boom, has Odell wide open and overthrows him by like 10 yards. And you could see the frustration with Odell on that one. He was like, there's nobody within 10 yards of me. I'm going to take it and run with it, and then they're going to make some yards. So, it all goes back to execution because when they start the game, I mean, Lamar was awesome. Boom, boom, boom. They're making plays. Guys are making play. And he's reading things properly. He's reading things great. Blitzes. He hits Odell on that hot route, and he goes for 32. Those are the kinds of things when they get into their momentum, when they when they get into their flow. In the third quarter, Lamar's got to get them into the flow because he's the key to everything, you know, they kind of go as he goes. If he's running high, if he's running good, they're going to be good. He's throwing the ball high, you know, interception, incomplete, off the field on both of them. You know, and then when he starts getting going again and he starts throwing the ball, then they get going. So, I mean, that that's the whole thing is that Lamar controls the whole thing. And he's got to get them going. And like with Bateman, I don't like Bateman's body language right now. He just looks like frustrated, like I'm never get the ball kind of. That's what he looks like. Whereas Odell, Flowers, and Andrews, you know, they're playing much more emotion. Got to get Bateman going is, is my thing. And this is this is going to be a week to do that. They're going to have opportunities, you know, with people in their secondary. And I think they're going to be able to hold up protection-wise, you know, where Lamar's going to have time to get the ball to these guys. 
Vinny and Haney, 105.7. The fan will break down the Ravens' defense coming up around 1245. In the win against Tennessee, we have time for another call, Nolan. You make the call. No, he says. We got news from the desk coming up next. We got to count that cash. Buy or sell midweek style. We got Sean Merriman, lights out. Former Terp All-American talking about what's happening not only in College Park with his alma mater coming off two straight losses. They're on a bye this week. They go to Northwestern. Are things a little dire for Mike Loxley here after seven games after such a promising start and we'll talk about the national football league as we said film study ravens d got nfl lunch at one o'clock ryan wilson cbssports.com at 115 this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 